Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast about news, reviews, spoilers, television, everything. You know what? It's Grandma Esther's eggnog induced Christmas call-in extravaganza. If you couldn't already tell by me talking over the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The beautiful thing, man, is that uh, that's only for the live show. Of course, we've got a live crowd going in here tonight at Mixler.com slash Pottery. See a lot of familiar faces. One or two new names as well. So really excited to have you guys in tonight for tonight's live show because not only are we doing it live we are doing it the only way we know how here at grandma esther's eggnog induced christmas call-in extravaganza and that is by taking your calls so we don't have show notes we don't have an episode to review we're going to be opening up to you guys talking about this season as a whole really talking about whatever you guys want essentially this is a full-on speedster speculation uh, complimented by holiday cookies and mm, mm, Grandma Esther's eggnog. Delicious Grandma Esther's eggnog. Now remind me, Bell. How do you, how do you like to portion yours? Since I found this pre-mixed eggnog stuff, like I just I just go with that. Oh man, hey, that's uh, that's good. That's right. You told me this. I think you told me this last year that uh, your particular uh, local spirit shop happens to actually have some uh, pre-made nogs, so that works out pretty well for you. Yeah, there, there's, uh, there's a lot of brands. I didn't find the brand that I found in Mississippi when I first saw the pre-made Nog, but I went to the local liquor store here and found this other brand, which has rum, bourbon, and brandy, uh, along with some nutmeg. There's definitely some nutmeg in there. I can taste it. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's, it's this pre-mixed stuff. So, you know, if it were up to me to mix it, then the show 
might not last as long for me uh, as it would for you guys as I pass out at my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to troubleshoot all of the wonderful issues tonight as we uh, do this live. You know, last time we actually had a call-in show, uh, we had a power outage. <laughs> which was, Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a disaster. But that's all right. It is, uh, it's Christmas time again, so let's hope for a holiday miracle as we open up the Skype lines here. Hello. Hey, on the line right now, we got Dan O of uh, CW Fan Talk. Now, Dan, what is your official title over there? Uh, I am associate producer slash community manager, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, kind of a catch-all. Dan, uh, of course, we met before when uh, I, I went on uh, CW Fan Talk and yeah. uh, had a great experience. In fact, our, our very uh, own flash of this generation, Mr. Grant Gustin, uh, decided to make a guest, uh, little cameo appearance during that time, which was a lot of fun. That was so crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a blast, man. Hi, how, how are you, Dan? Hey, Bell, I'm good. How you doing? Excellent, excellent. It's good to awesome. have you here. You, thanks. I'm having a little bit of moonshine over here. I don't know what you guys are doing. Oh, dude, it eggnog. is Grandma Esther's eggnog all up in here, man. We Ooh, got Grandma the, uh... Esther getting crazy. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of cookies to go with it, but uh, man, all right. So overall, I mean, you're always talking to the folks and getting people's voice out. But what about you, man? What did you think of this season so- thus far? I've really been liking it. Um, you know, it's funny. Like when last season started, I I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to like the show, but then I just got sucked into it. And this season, they've like really just kicked it up a notch. Oh, big like time. I, oh yeah, definitely. Like it's like the spectacle is even more, and like they're starting to dive like more into each of the characters and like develop them a little bit more. Like I I, I have like. I have a, a feeling that like Caitlin Snow is really going to come into her own this season. You got uh, you got some uh, some chiller vibes from her, some killer vibes from her. Yes, all of the all of the the chills and the snows and the, the vibes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, Dan. I mean, you know, before kind of getting into the show, were you familiar with the comics at all? Oh yeah, definitely. I've been a, a comic book fan from from way back. And um, then I, I started getting into, uh, I guess, like around college is when, like, I think a lot most people get back into comics after being shamed out of them at, a, at an early age. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was kind of our, our story, right, Bo? Right? Yeah, that's yeah. about right. I, remember, yeah. I have, like, this distinct memory of my brother, like, telling me, like, when I was a kid, like, only babies read comics. And then... <laughs> like, babies can't was, read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jim. How dare you? <laughs> But uh, yeah, then in college you get back into it and someone gives you Watchmen and then you're reading Dark Knight Returns and before you know it, you're back in the game. Um, so yeah, I've been like way into comics in that respect. And then like, uh, of course, like Arrow happened and mm-hmm. it took me like a little while to get back, you know, to get into that. And I was like, it just blew me away. And then Flash right after that. And now we got Legends of Tomorrow going on. This is the golden age of comic book television, gentlemen. Dude. And oh, yeah. DC is absolutely owning the small screen. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but... You know, it's it's amazing to see some of the things they've been able to get away with on, especially on The Flash, definitely with Arrow as well. But I mean, they are going like hardcore comic book, especially this season with Earth 2. Oh, yeah. And two words. King Shark. Dude. Yes. Hey, yes. <laughs> who would have ever thought in their lifetime that they would see that on the small screen, let alone the big screen? Are you are you ready for the pay-per-view King Shark versus Gorilla Grodd? Oh, yeah. I've got my tickets all set. <laughs> it's going to be epic. <laughs> this well, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm curious. I mean, CW Fan Talk, I mean, y'all have been going uh, since season one, or is this the first season y'all really gotten into it? Let's see. Last season uh, is when they started CW Fan Talk, and it was more of like a general like catch-all for uh, some of their more you know geeky-themed shows. So they had um, a few episodes where they, they did it for Arrow, they did a few for The Flash, and a few for The 100. And uh, this season, they've decided to focus primarily on The Flash. 
Yeah. And um, so it's that's what we've been doing. Like uh, every week that the Flash comes on our show, CW Fan Talks airs in the uh, the hour that leads up to the East Coast premiere, uh, just to get everyone all jazzed about you know the, the episode coming up, and we also talk about what happened in the previous week just to, you know, just, uh, and we also see what all the fans are talking about. That's the big thing is we want to try and get fans on the show and, and really get their perspective of like what they're excited about. But what's also really cool is that we get, since, you know, the CW is behind us, we get to uh, get some fun guests on our show. Like we get to talk to a lot of people that work in production. Like when you were on, uh, but we had the, uh, head makeup artist on the show, which I mean, like, you're just like, oh, a makeup artist. I guess that's kind of cool. But if you think about it, like, there's a lot of like cool effects that go into the makeup on that show. Oh, like, anytime time, they, man. Yeah. oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Like they, I remember she was talking about when they freeze. Uh, when I think it was there was some like someone got frozen on the show, and they used like actual gemstones, all crushed up, and like put applied them to someone's face to make it like look like all frostbitten. Yeah. So you get like really cool like behind the scenes like little tidbits from. From like, like I said, the makeup artist, or even we've had the uh, the head stunt coordinator uh, on, as well as uh, the art director. So we get some really cool stuff going on on the show. Oh, good man, and and of course, CW Fan Talks uh, a great overall experience. Like you said, you you try to get the uh, the fans involved either uh, on you know on screen or also in the chat room. You'll typically do a, a live chat room that people can sign in through Facebook, and uh, it gets pretty uh, it gets pretty wild in the chat. <laughs> it kind of does yeah our, our, it's fun because we have this chat scroll that goes on like during our live show and we try and engage the ca- like the chat and like ask them like fun questions and it's gotten to the point sometimes where like our chat room like will keep going after our show is done and it's just because they have such a fun time in there talking to each other and like shooting out theories you know like the everyone loves the who is zoom you know that's the big thing that everyone likes to talk about <laughs> oh yeah and i wish they told me but they don't tell me anything. well all right that's good because i'm going <laughs> to ask you right now who do you think zoom is Oh, okay. Who do I think it is? I think it's going to be um, Henry Allen of Earth 2. Oh, no, why? Why, 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 why? Because it would be, be the deepest cut, man. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I've also heard some other interesting theories. Some people think it's going to be Earth 2 Joe, which I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I could totally see that too. Could be, man. Could be. Well, great I stuff. Well, hey, yeah. uh, so just real quick. I mean, we're, we've uh, loved kind of being uh, lightly involved in this, this last past season with you guys. But, um, you know, hope, hope to kind of continue that and, uh, and be a little bit more involved in the future. There's some fans out there that are adamant. They're, you know, Flash super fans even more so than us. Are they allowed to come on the show? And if so, Oh, how? sure. Yeah. Just um, shoot me an email to Dan at fantalk.me, as in M-E, and uh, we'll get the ball rolling, see if like you're uh, available for our filming schedule, and uh, we'll do like a little Skype interview to make sure everything's smooth and go over all the details. But yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. If you're like a fan, and if you can really bring the energy and bring that fun Flash fandom that we all know and love, and of course you're available for at the times needed, <laughs> then we'd love to have anyone on the show. Great. Well, Dan, man, thanks for uh, coming on our, our Christmas special, buddy. And uh, man, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. And cheers. Keep it flash cheers, cheers. <laughs> Bye. All right, Scott. Hey, how you guys doing? Man, doing well. You're on with Flash TV Talk, brother. Fantastic. Good to hear you guys again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad you call, you've called. You've been a uh, call in before, correct? Yes, I was actually I was the last call before the power f- went out on Dude, the last call in. So it was your fault. <laughs> yes, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I run the supervillains over here. What can I say? <laughs> Leader of the rogues, my friend. Well, hey man, uh, so first of all, happy holidays to you. 
Merry Christmas. Are you enjoying a little bit of the nog tonight? I am not because I was literally putting my two-year-old down right before joining this. So there was no imbibing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. I was actually doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. So how, how is the, how's the new one? Oh man, doing well, doing well. Both kids are, uh, are vibing pretty well. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some, uh, some hardcore flash fans here in the new, in the future as well. We've actually, uh, my oldest was telling me just yesterday, she's like, she's like, I want to watch the flash. I was like, Oh, Good. And then I turned Excellent. it on and uh, it was King Shark. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scott, man, so, so far this season, what are your thoughts, man? Oh, just once again, just stepping up, stepping it up a notch. Uh, I mean, it's when they did the Flash of Two Worlds episode and it ended with the cover of that, oh, you know, an homage to that cover image. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, this that was is, awesome. This is amazing. And then more care. I mean, characters that are so deep cut that even I'm having to Wikipedia it going. Who's I know, this? right? Yeah. I, well, mean, I catch it, myself like several times an episode, right? I'm like, okay, when they, they'll say something and I'm like, wait a second. That's got to be important because they mentioned it. And so I'm like Googling on my phone. I'm like, yep, okay, that's that's an obscure reference. You know, it's like, that's awesome. <laughs> It's, it's well, and, and for me, it's great. It's like, wow, you have to have so much faith in what you are doing to make references that even, you know, respectable hardcore fans go, never heard that one. Right. Yeah. They, it, it, it's clear that the uh, showrunners uh, for this series, I mean, they've got a passion. Uh, you know, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, in many respects, when they made an Arrow show, they really, it's clear they wanted to make a Batman show, but used Arrow because they couldn't get Batman here. It's very clear they wanted to make a Flash show and boy, oh boy, they are making a Flash show. Oh yeah. My, and my, and you know, I've talked about how my dad and I watched this show and it's just been, it's been so much fun texting and, you know, we're, we're still keeping up and my, my dad's still sitting there going, okay, that's a little weird. But I mean, <laughs> I was literally on the phone with him last night with my wife and my son in the car and talking about speed force and earth Two, And I just turned to my wife and said, did you ever think you'd be, you'd be in the car with a phone conversation with those words popped up? And, she said it. <laughs> and my wife looked at me and went, I married you, didn't I? <laughs> she had to know what she was getting into. Some extent. <laughs> To not she she didn't know she really didn't know <laughs> she she may have had like a little inkling right but not not the the, the full picture right <laughs> she said yes when I proposed so obviously she did not have the full picture <laughs> <laughs> oh man whatever brother wait well, hey, uh, so let's let's get it going man Zoom who do you think he is. I'm uh, I'm in the Henry Allen of Earth Two camp. I have to admit it. <sighs> well, you know, so Dan just mentioned, of course, that um, you know the, the Henry Allen camp. They seem to really like it because of the you know I am your father type of cut that can go in there. But I mean, it's not his dad. It's it's an Earth Two. It, it for all intents and purposes, he's essentially like a space alien. I you know it's just I I did never a friend of mine brought this up right before you guys did a tweet on it. And I, I hadn't really thought about it. Like in my mind, I wasn't trying to theorize who it was. I was just going for the ride because he is so Black Flash looking. It's just, it's just weird. Like where, where are they going with this? Mm. And I'm just along for the ride. But when I heard the Henry Allen of Earth Two theory, I just kind of went, that would be kind of awesome. It's, it's not really like I. Th- it's what I think is going to happen. It's more of sort of a fan wish fulfillment of that would be awesome if that happened. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm not like, I just don't think it's going to happen, but at the same time I get the appeal. I mean, you know, it's, it's the star Wars in all of us. Like, right. We, we love that kind of narrative of, 
uh, the, the dark father and having to face the dark father. But I just, I just don't think they're going to do it because I think if we ever do see a Henry Allen with super speed, um, I, I think it'll, it may be an alternate earth. It may be a temporary setup on this earth, but it'll be more of an homage to the original flash than it would be some sort of twisted version of it. I just don't see them going that route. Henry Allen, because a lot of people threw around Henry Allen uh, of, of Earth 1, or I think some people mentioned Henry Allen of Earth 1, and, and that one I'm like, nah. Earth 2, eh, I mean, yeah, sure, there, there's 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 some, you know, there's something there, right? You know, because, you, yeah, like you guys are saying, you got the sting factor of, you know, the I am your father moment and things like that. But uh, I don't know. I just, you know, it, it's, it's really weird because we don't have a lot to really go off of uh, all we really know is that is that Harry was involved in his creation, but other than Harry and Jay, we haven't really met a lot of Earth Two people. Which I've seen some pictures online, and supposedly we're going to be meeting some more Earth Two people here soon uh, once the hiatus is over. So maybe that'll shed a little bit more light. Maybe uh, you know throw some more clues into the mix. But I don't know. I think I think Henry Allen Earth Two would be you know could be okay. But I I, I kind of tend to lean towards. Uh, towards Bo on the whole, you know, if, if they're gonna do it, it's it's gonna be like a more of an homage kind of thing to, uh, you know, it, it, he wouldn't Henry Allen would would get super speed, but he wouldn't be like uh, like a Zoom kind of character. Well, well, I, I need more evidence really to kind of kind of make up my mind because for right now it's just you know it could be anybody, right? It could be uh, it could be Patty for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm curious. You brought up those pictures, and I've seen some of those same pictures too. Do you think that's going to be an episode that's kind of a, like another sort of like flashback that maybe takes place entirely on Earth Two? Or I've heard rumors that at some point Barry, our Barry, is going to travel to Earth Two. And do you think this is going to be an adventure mm. or an episode that takes place like in in current timeline, just on Earth Two? I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Barry going to Earth Two just because like he sees all of these things when he's uh, you know, traveling through time, he sees these visions and they're all from the looks of it and from how they're going with it. Earth two stuff. Like, no, I'm sir. Pretty sure. No, sir. I don't know. I, I'm pretty that sure. Flash museum was not dedicated to Jay Garrick. Well, that that's was a true. big golden Barry Allen out in front of it. But I'm thinking about a certain chilly someone who we saw in that vision. And according to those pictures, maybe coming up. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and it may be that she's from Earth 2. I just don't, I don't think that all the flashes, quote unquote, that we saw during that run, that run sequence, I don't think they're all from Earth 2 because no. we got a museum that is clearly from Earth 1. And we got Legends of Tomorrow in the, in right those on. visions as well. Right on. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, Barry is going to go to Earth 2. I don't know though, because it's one of those things where if we have Barry Allen from Earth Prime or Earth 1, going to earth two where there is another Barry Allen, you, you got all those complexities of like, you're going to have to do the camera tricks and like the things to make it, you know, uh, the, the, the whole stand in body double thing or whatever to kind of, you know, to, to work around that thing. And so it, it depends on, uh, how they want to take it, how they want to film it. You know, the visual, I mean, the visual effects in the show are great anyway. I'm sure they can handle it, but like when you have awesome stuff like Grodd and King shark and things like that, like, uh, and the, you know, the lightning bolts and all this kind of stuff, it's, you know, do you want to, focus uh you know and put some budget into having barry meet barry yeah so that's you know that's one of those that those are the things like in the back of my head when i think about that kind of stuff so uh so i don't i don't know but i i do think barry is going to go to earth to maybe i don't know well good stuff man scott any final thoughts before we let you go brother i just got to talk briefly about that that christmas episode and just the feels 
all the feels oh, I man. got yeah, watching that episode. And the fact that I love what I saw Wally. I was a little concerned they were going to go Wally the way he's kind of in the New 52 where he kind of has the angry young man vibe. And I didn't get that from like the five seconds we had of him on screen. So I'm hoping this is going to be maybe more of a a healthy, positive relationship that just needs to grow instead of a I'm on a troubled path and I need someone to guide me in the right direction kind of thing. Maybe a bit of both. I mean, to be fair, given his uh, his upbringing uh, from, you know, a drug addict mom, I, I, he may have a little bit of trouble in his backstory, but... All things considered, he did seem to be pretty well adjusted. Correct me if I'm wrong. The new 52 Wally West is actually from the future. No, no. the the new The new 52 Wally West is is present day. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, when it, he was introduced, it was a future version of him. No, it was he was introduced in the present. Okay, well maybe I'm I don't know who I'm thinking of then. <laughs> uh, well, th- there were there was it was during a storyline where there was a future Barry that was coming back. That's that's and, I'm getting it all mixed up. That's right. So th- there was a present day Barry, a future uh, future Barry, and then that happened while we got introduced to Wally West. That's what was going on. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Scott, man, thanks so much for calling in, and uh, hey, look out in the chat room because we're about to be giving away a prize. Woohoo! All right, uh, here's the here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask a flash related question. And whoever answers it first will get the, or whoever answers correctly first for the first one up, we're going to give away a free digital comic. So here we go. Bart Allen. What is his mother's maiden name? What is Bart Allen's mother's maiden name? And while we await your answers, I will go ahead and let you know that the uh, Skype lines are back open. So you can actually go ahead and call in. Scott was the first one to get it in. Thon is correct. That's a that's a twist. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yo, what's going, on, guys? Hey, hey, Christopher, hey. welcome. You're on Flash TV Talk. Yeah, man, this is great. Hey, brother, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, happy uh, holidays to you. Uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? Uh, just anything, anything really. I, I love this show, so. <laughs> well, we 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 love that you love it. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, let's talk a little bit about the trickster, man. Mark Hamill, of course, returning this season after yeah, uh, last man. year. I mean, Christopher, did you think, first of all, did you ever think that we'd see a Mark Hamill return to this role? <laughs> and do you think that we ever get a chance to actually see him reprise it within the same series? Yeah, when I heard last year that they were bringing Mark Hamill in, I was very excited. And then obviously that episode was just full of twists and turns and tricks. Um <laughs> And then when I heard they were bringing him back for the Christmas episode, I was really excited. And again, he did a very great job. So that was just amazing. Yeah, man. I, you know, the, the great thing about it is just the way that he has made that character, which is a goofy character. You know what I mean? Like if, if you even yeah. look at, um, what DC, uh, oh gosh, uh, DCUO? No, not DCUO. What was the Justice League? Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. In fact, when they did the, the Justice League Unlimited and introduced the trickster, I mean, he was so goofy. And they actually had Mark Hamill voice that character. I don't know if you Yeah, no, they, they like combined the costumes and had him be goofy and just out of his mind, kind of, for that yeah. one scene. So, And to was take that, that character and make it just such a, uh, you know, still, I mean, there's, there's a little goofy element there, but it is a very dark goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, was that the episode in Justice League where uh, Flash is at the bar where all the rogues are? Yep. And he, again, yeah, yeah, and he, he's talking to the trickster. He's like, you're off your meds, aren't you? And he's like, yep. <laughs> In many respects, man, that was the uh, one of the the origins of uh, what, what became the webcomic The Brooks. 
Yeah. yeah. It was like, what if these guys weren't middle-aged? What if they were millennials? What would happen then? (laughs) Thebrogues.com. Check it out. Um, Well, Christopher, so far this season, what has been kind of your favorite moment? There have been so many from Jay Garrick to introducing Hot Girl to the crossover with Vandal Savage to Wally West at the end of last episode. Like, it's just been nuts. It's been absolutely crazy. But speaking of absolutely crazy, what's the what's another villain that you want to see come from Earth 2 to fight the Flash? Oh, jeez. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe a return of Eobard Thawne, maybe, somehow. Yes. Like an Earth 2 Eobard? Yeah, like, well, there is no Earth 2 Eobard. Well, maybe he, like, got lost in time. See, see, time travel's a very interesting thing. He could have, at some point in the future, gone to Earth 2 in the past on accident. Yeah, and- like, to- they, they could work it in somehow, but, like, I have faith in the writers, so they could obviously probably do something with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you look at like what they did last season and, and just how everything about the season finale was completely out of left field. Like yeah. nobody saw any of that coming. And even though they laid the groundwork for it, it wasn't like a natural story uh, finality. I mean, of course, Barry going back to the future past was. But at the same time, you know, the way they went about it and what ended up happening and nobody could have seen that coming. Yeah, no, definitely not. Not without literally running to the future. so wally what are you thinking about wally the few seconds we got of him i think he's going to be a great addition i mean uh they they casted really well you can totally see the resemblance between the two actors even if they aren't really related and uh he's if he becomes kid flash at some point either near the end of this season or next season i'll be very happy yes so here's my question though why do you think wally showed up at the uh at the christmas party because because joe hadn't you know said anything and i i mean i don't we don't know if uh if joe's wife had mentioned where he lived so why yeah. do you think he's there i i don't know i mean he must know something like they're connected in some way i, I don't know if that he knows he's his dad or not but he there has to be something there that would make him go so uh, you think uh he doesn't know that joe's his dad yet yeah i'm interesting i he he seemed like he had I don't know. There was something about the way that he was talking to Joe. You know what I yeah. mean? Like as if he kind of knew, but he wasn't. He wasn't sure how to say. Like he didn't want to come out and say, you know, "Hi, I'm your son." You know, like that. It's a little cliche to show up on the doorstep and just say that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It was just the the way the way that it went. It just gave me a weird feeling. <laughs> it gave me a vibe. <laughs> Yeah, it gave you a weird vibe, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, overall, going looking at the second half of the season, what what would you say is kind of your your number one on your Christmas wish list? I hope we learn out who Zoom is soon. <laughs> soon yeah. in second season. Yeah, I think we've got um, at least eight more episodes to go before we find out who Zoom is. Yeah, they are really but- good about giving you payoffs early on and not stretching things out. But they're doing things. I've always thought they've done things, uh, the big things, really, really well. You know, they've been, you know, even with season one with Harrison Wells, like, even though they didn't tell you who he was officially until near the end, there was enough teases. There was enough carrots. You know, it was was very much part of the story um, so that all the components were there to figure it out, which, of course, some of us did. And uh, (laughs) I would say that, you know, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, (laughs) but 
I would say they're probably doing something very similar with Zoom. So perhaps we've got all the people. Like, that's why, like, every single time that Zoom is on the screen or Wells is talking about them or whatever, I am trying to pick up on as much as I possibly can because they're good about seeding these things out. Yeah. So we'll, was- we'll ultimately see. Well, all right, man. Well, final thoughts before we let you go? Uh, just that it's hopefully it's going to be a good ha- second half of the season and uh, more villains come and it's going to be awesome. Killer Frost, definitely. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Well, Christopher, man, thanks for tuning in and uh, thanks for listening, brother. Thanks, man. Good talking with you. Okay, so, you know, on that last call, we, we made mention of uh, The Brogues, our webcomic. Yes, we did. And uh, so I think probably what the next thing is, this will actually... I think I, I think I can make this for for anybody, regardless of where you're from. Uh, this next trivia question will be f- to win a set of Brogues buttons. Ooh, that's right, that's right, Brogues buttons. Okay, here you go, Wally West. Of course, the uh, the Flash that would go on to take on his uh, the name of his role model and every and uh, and superhero. However. Wally West boasts some other first as well. Not only was he a founding member of this organization, he would later go on to join Justice League. What is that organization that he was a founding member of? Potent Potable. <laughs> I know, right? You don't. Oh, Kyle got it. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. There we go. All Congratulations, right, Kyle. Kyle. Good job. We will be uh, following up with you. I'm going to follow up with all of you. I'm making a note of everybody who won to uh, make sure that we get your appropriate information uh, to uh, to get you your, your digital comics, your buttons, or whatever else we might have. Yeah, we'll need the last four of your social, your address. <laughs> and, uh, just a couple other things, some security questions, just to make sure we can verify your identity. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Adam, we got you on the line here at Flash TV Talk. How you doing tonight, man? I'm well, mate. How are you guys today? Oh, where are you calling from, brother? Well, I'm Australian, but I live in New York. Oh, is that Adam. right? How you doing, bud? Long time no see. Hi, Matt. Yeah, Bill. How, how you going, mate? Oh, it's going great, man. I got a lot of this eggnog in me, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a bourbon myself, so I agree with everything you're saying right now. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, man, first of all, uh, happy holidays to you. Thank you, sir. Th- Send you both, all right? Yes, yeah. indeed. So uh, so how did you get in the Flash, man? Are you uh, you back from the comics, or did you get in specifically because of the television show? Well, full disclosure, I am more of an Arrow fan, and the Arrow brought me to Flash, mm-hmm. So, uh, which I really enjoy. I love the show. Like, you know, it's amazing. And, uh, like, you know, it's basically it brought me over watching, you know, I, oh, first I was in a Smallville. Smallville brought oh, right me in, into Arrow, and Arrow basically more or less brought me into – CW's had my money for a bit of time now. So, <laughs> <laughs> telling you, so, man. They so, know yeah, where the uh, the passion lies, and they're they're producing the content specifically to uh, to the most passion of their fans. And and man, not only is just kind of the superhero narrative very much in right now, but I think it what what they've been able to accomplish on the small screen really speaks for itself. Now you say that uh, so Smallville got you in, which kind of got you into Arrow. Gosh, that had to have been a bit of a gear gear shift, right? Oh, it was massive. It was night and day different, you know. And I um I I know how you feel about heroes as the kill, but I like a darker you know, upset hero who's kind of jaded and scarred. So that's why I really like clung to Arrow more than the Flash. But uh, Barry is like a lot, you know, a nice breath of fresh air uh, over the, you know, over the the darkness of Arrow. You get the joy and the light of, of you know, Central City. So it's it's quite a bit of fun. And uh, I like that a, a bit as uh, me and Bell were talking over uh, 
drinks in Indianapolis a few yeah, months yeah. ago. Uh, uh, I, uh, so I like that the fact that they can cross over both and it's just, uh, it's good fun. It's, it's a great show and I, I really enjoy it, especially now that they've had several Australian actors on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always good, man. Australian <laughs> actors, they find their way on the CW somewhat frequently, right? Well, we can all get like what's called a Commonwealth visa. So a lot of Australian actors move to Vancouver and then hope to jump over to like Hollywood, you know? Right. Ah, okay. Vancouver really is the Hollywood of Canada. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they fly in from there. Sydney and Melbourne and, you know, and they, they make, they do their work in, in Vancouver and ho- or London, really, and hopefully after what they you know make their bones in those two places, they can trans translate into Hollywood. Bell, yeah. that's that's your method for getting grod, man. You need to go over to Australia, get your visa over there, <laughs> then go to Vancouver, and you're set. <laughs> could work. Well, I, could I work. mean, like I, I could I could do that. I could move to Australia uh, long enough to get a visa, like in a passport, and like become a citizen, and then I can get the visa to go to Canada and live in Vancouver for a while and do all that kind of stuff. Or since I live in the United States, I could just go to Hollywood. <laughs> and be like every other person in the world every who tries to go to Hollywood and doesn't make it. Nope. And <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe this, maybe this Australian method's the way to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't. You don't want to end up like on Skid Row or Hollywood right. Boulevard, like begging yeah. for change. <laughs> yeah. See, actually, 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 you know what? This is it. This is how I become Grodd. I do end up on uh, like in front of you know Man's Chinese Theater in the lovely Grodd costume that Ooh. was purchased by you, our Ooh, fans. Yes. And that is how I'll be Grodd. Yeah, I'll be standing in front of the theater with like a little I am Grodd from the Flash, like sign. (laughs) Otherwise, everyone's just going to think you're King Kong or something. You know, you've got to say you are Grodd, you know? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I don't know, man. The Flash, thanks to the show, is really kind of getting into the public zeitgeist. I feel like uh, you're more so than ever. You know, people are talking about things like Grodd, like the reverse Flash, like Captain Cold. I mean, characters that would, before this show, never get known by so many people. Uh, so it's, it's been great to see, you know, actually in the episode guerrilla warfare, uh, where the, where Grodd made his triumphant return, we made mention of, you know, the ring that bell and how he's in a bell tower. But I mean, Adam, I don't know if, uh, did you happen to recognize that set? Uh, no, no. Where exactly was that? Well, that, uh, back from your Smallville days, that was actually the, uh, the watchtower set that Chloe was in, uh, near the end of the series. You know, it looked like it, but I wasn't certain, you know, like, cause they keep using the, uh, on Arrow, they keep using the mansion set oh, for, like, you know, the Luthor, you know, mansion. So I notice that every time. But, like, you know, now that I'm, you know, we're in season two of The Flash, I, I hardly ever, you know, recognize it anymore. Gosh. Because they do a, a decent set dressing job, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's been, um, man, six years since Smallville? Seven years? It's Oh, it's been forever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't even remember. But I got into it uh, in the later sh- seasons. A mate of mine uh, basically was like, oh, you got to watch this, man. You love Superman. And uh, and I was like, yeah, but it's a teen show, right? And, he, and he's like, no, no, no. It's great. It's great. There's a lot of hot girls. You'll love it. you know. And I was, and I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so that's <laughs> all, what happened. <laughs> all prerequisites have been met. That's great. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a, it's a brilliant show. I really enjoyed it. And um, I really like um, uh, the crossover this season on The Flash and Arrow, how they sort of reversed the coloring and lighting and sort of the vibe, uh, even some of the audio of the, uh, like the yeah. score, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It, it, they're doing a great job. This Mark Bonani guy is just has like, you know, a full stable of like, he, they gave him all the keys to the DC kingdom and they're just letting him play. So that's just <laughs> awesome. Well, all except for three. 
Well, except for three. <laughs> the most important three, right? You know? <laughs> well, but Which I don't know, man. I mean, that, that we've said it before, but with the big three kind of out of center stage, it allows for kind of, you know, the rise of, of some of these otherwise, not, you know, side characters. I mean, gosh, Firestorm, you, you never think you'd see Firestorm on television? No, never. That is true. Not but in a thought million you'd see years. A, an Earth 2. Whoever thought you'd see an Earth 2? Well, uh, see, here's the thing, though, three. Adam, because I, I think um, I think earlier this, uh, this season on the podcast, I made mention of the fact that uh, this was the first time we ever got a, a live-action Earth 2, but actually they did that in Smallville. Oh, you're right. Well, was, wasn't that Earth 3, though? Because he was uh, Ultraman. He was Ultraman. Was like yeah, the, but they called it. Yeah, you're right, because that was very much more crime syndicate-y. At least at first, and then they kind of came back and gave him a redemption story, which I thought was unfortunate because that's not how that universe is supposed to be. But regardless, they called well, it Earth Two, so they did call it Earth Two. Yeah. You're right, and and I, I I prefer in a perfect world next season of The Flash they go to Earth Three and Johnny Quick shows up and he's like all drugged out on on Speed Force juice <laughs> and like you know causing trouble all across Central City. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Well, man, what do you think about this uh, speculation that perhaps the Harrison Wells of Earth Two is actually Johnny Quick? Well, if I was if I was a betting man in in Vegas, I would bet Henry Allen is probably a Zoom. It's possible that he's some sort of a Johnny Quick, or he's going to make his daughter into a Johnny Quick esque type character in trying to save her. Uh, I mean, that's that's probably where that's going to go. But I'd love to see them just come completely out of right field and just do something crazy, you know, do, way different. <laughs> it very well may may do it, man. Very well may do it. So, so uh, let me ask you this. Overall, uh, in terms of the characters that we've had throughout the series, who would you say is your favorite? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, Harrison Wells, is pro- uh, who is Eobard Thorne is the, from Earth One, is probably my favorite because he's so – he's dark and he's jaded, but he's, you know – he has future insight, but he still almost like falls in love with Barry. Like he's like, wow, I, I came here to kill you and I hate you, but I respect you and I consider you like almost like a pseudo son. So I find that, you know, he, his like story arc through the entire first season was just epic. So I love that. Uh, hope, hopefully we'll see a return of that character in full force. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Season three. Yeah. Maybe you, you keep, maybe. you hold on to that, man. You just, you know, you, you're, you're, you're holding on to a dream there, mate. I yeah. think when. <laughs> I think when they when they showed him go through the time bubble, I thought the best moment of the whole series so far was a you know Gorilla Grog going to Gorilla City was amazing, dude. Yes. yes. Uh, oh, it was uh, epic. Uh, and that and when he's like in his time sphere and the uh, silver helmet comes flying through the portal <laughs> yes, and they're yes. like, "What's that?" And he goes, "That's my time to go." And yeah. that was my favorite part of the whole series. That was, was awesome. Good. That you, was know, awesome. you know what's interesting about that, though, and I was thinking about this recently, is that indicates that scene. Yes, it was amazing, and I loved it. Uh, it, it, it indicates to me that Eobard knew about Jay Garrick, right? Because like, why Which else would, would imply he, that he knows about Earth too? Which would also imply that Jay Garrick should know something about Eobard, but has he mentioned anything about him? I bet because of the weird sort of semi-future tech they have in Earth too. My guess is that basically they know about the 52 multiverse and like they know that there's like, you know, oh, a different yeah, yeah. world out there. Ah, so well, you think and, Eobard... and don't forget, Bell, he is from the future. So he has future knowledge of this Jay Garrick of Earth 2 in his time in Earth 1. Of course, you're right. Yes. And well, but he kept going to the supercomputer just in case he was messing with the timeline, you know, to see if anything had changed. So I think the more things radically change and move, 
I think more and more of both Harrison Wells, both Earth 1 and Earth 2, would not know what's really happening. Can you imagine if they go into the future room and they ask Gideon and Gideon's like, what are you doing? You've changed everything. <laughs> Stop it. Gideon just melts down and he goes, I don't even know what's happening anymore. It's like when you've got the... Uh, it's like when you got the GPS uh, auto navigation on and you take a wrong turn intentionally and the GPS freaks out the entire time. Turn around, turn around, turn yeah, around. Make a U-turn. Exactly. It's like, I'm on the highway. <laughs> that's oh, what that's Gideon hilarious. is. She, that's, what, that's exactly what she is. She is a time-traveling GPS. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I love that. That was another great favorite top 10 moment of mine from the, the series is when, the, uh, like, you know, the tech guy uh, had vibe basically just he's like i can fix anything and they show the circuitry in the mother brain of the computer and he goes i have no idea what that is <laughs> <laughs> man they need to go back into that room yeah, I know, yeah like, exactly you have this thing this 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 computer from the future it's got cheat codes and spoilers and everything <laughs> i know i would at least ask you hey gideon uh so you know that like 600 million dollar lottery that's going to be drawn next week any chance you could, you know? No, screw that. Go yep. to Gideon and be like, "Hey, who is Zoom?" <laughs> <laughs> she well, knows. I, oh, I mean, I, my favorite parts. I want an entire. If I had a, dr- a dream for the second half of the season, I want to go an Earth Two only episode that's all chromium mm, and like you know, mm-hmm. sort of like Fringe when they went to the second universe in Fringe. You know, like yeah, you know, I, I I thought that was, stuff like that is fantastic. You know, yeah, so that that's what I'd awesome. Like. But we got to think of like interesting names like Walternet for all the Earth 2 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Gorilla Grodd is going to like clash with whoever's ruling, you know, you know, the city of uh, the Gorilla City of Earth 2. Oh, and that's be Solovar. I hope it's Solovar. Oh, that'd be epic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go both ways on that because, Bell, I love your th- your whole Solovar theory about how he, he kind of facilitated that role on Earth 2. But at the same time, I think it would be awesome if Barry ended up in like Earth 2 Gorilla City. And found like a dead gorilla Grodd because Grodd found himself and killed himself. You know what I mean? Like there can only be one. Technically, so so question: If you go to Earth two and kill your duplicate, is that murder or suicide? I would consider it's murder because they have a different life, different set of you know. It's not like a full doppelganger. It's much like if you if you read like the. there was a uh, there was a comic that came out called Earth Two or something like that from Justice League, and um, it was like the crime syndicate Earth, and they came over and uh, they had hearts on the other side of their chest, but um, but Superman refused to still kill Brainiac because in the Earth Two world he was organic, so it was like committing a murder. Right, so he refused right, to do yeah, it. interesting. So that's sort of where I think they're going with that, but uh, who knows? You know, like uh, only Greg Belanti and and a bunch of crazies over there uh, know what, exactly what's going to happen. So, well, you know, Greg invited me to Christmas dinner, so I'll <laughs> chat with him, uh, and and maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to uh, tell you guys some stuff. That's just get really true. drunk, like on eggnog, you know, and just yeah. you know, pry it out of them. <laughs> Man, good stuff. All right, well, good stuff. Well, hey, uh, Adam, any final thoughts before we let you go, brother? Uh, no, no, just a real pleasure talking to you guys. I'm uh, looking forward to everything we just talked about, hopefully. And I'm really hoping that they bring back uh, or flashback to Deathstroke from Arrow and, like, you know, bring him around, or, like maybe Earth 2 Deathstroke. Oh, because man. Manu Bennett is was my favorite character in any of the CW shows ever. Like, He's so good. 
He, I'm probably a little actor. biased, obviously, but but he he was so strong as that character. So oh yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you guys. All, all right, right, man. Adam, Absolutely. happy holidays to you, brother. Same to you, mate. Bill, I don't think I've lost you once this uh, this time. This is amazing. I, I I've stayed connected longer on this call in show than I have ever in the history of this recording. <laughs> see, see, I've been I've been handling my eggnog in waves. This is a good thing. That's hey, we got Karen good. on the line. Karen, how you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well. Happy holidays to you. Oh, you too. Welcome to Flash TV Talk. What would you like to talk about tonight? I just figured out the whole H.G. Wells knows Jay's um, hat. Right? Because he's, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so here's the question though. Because I mean, you know, it, like we said, it, it could be that it's just based on the fact that, you know, H.G. Wells, Eobard, being from the future would have knowledge that at one point a jay garrick of earth 2 came to this earth but what if he has more of a knowledge of these multiple earths could we could oh could zoom actually be eobard from an earlier time in the timeline no i don't i really don't think that yeah i don't um, think that either (laughs) no no stretch it on that one (laughs) well karen so far this season what have been kind of your favorite moments Oh gosh, um, I have to, have to, have to give it up for the season one ending. Oh yes, with Barry and his mom. Yeah. Uh, Any time I even think about it, I just start crying. I'm like, <laughs> it's such a powerful moment, right? Because you know, uh, what is it? The the, the second because there's what three berries in that scene? Well, mm-hmm. future Barry, present Barry, and baby and kid Barry. Barry. Yeah. Yeah. And and when when Future Barry is talking to present Barry and he's like, nah, man, you can't do this. And he's like, ah, and then, you know, the, you know, his mom gets stabbed and he goes in there and he's like, I could have stopped this and she's dying right now. Yeah, oh, man, it, it yeah, it, it's total tearjerker. Oh, definitely. Well, but, you know, at the same time, these these emotional relationships that have been kind of throughout the show, I mean, they've always been really good about knocking it out of the park. Never in any kind of relationship that I can think of, with the exception of Caitlin and Jay, uh, has there ever been very much like forced relationships? No, I don't really care for the Jay and Caitlin thing. I want Jay and Joan. Really? I want my Jay and Joan. Yeah, I definitely do. I wonder if they'll if they'll introduce her. I'm, she's probably on Earth too. Yes, yeah, maybe he's waiting for, or when maybe she's waiting for him to get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went out to go get you know coffee, and he hasn't been back. <laughs> yeah. months. Like, where the hell did he go? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, all right. So let me ask you this though. I mean, do you think uh, that our Earth two? I guess we got who, who do we have right now? We got we got Earth two J, and we've got Jay Earth two um, Harrison Wells. In terms of kind of regular characters that are currently spending time on our Earth, do you think they will stay here when this storyline is over, or do you think they're gonna, you know, peace out back home? Um, I'm pretty sure Jay's gonna peace out and back home. Um, Wells, mm, he might hop between worlds. I don't really know. I mean, he still has Jesse. Mm, um, well, that's the other thing. Jesse, Jesse may uh, make it through the portal and, uh, you know, get a permanent stay here on Earth One as well. Mm-hmm. Well, but you got to think about Wells, though, right? He He's running the particle accelerator in Earth Two. He's this, you know, well-known super scientist guy. Uh, people are going to wonder where he went. And, and and he's got like a huge life to go back to. He has nothing on Earth One. He's got everything on Earth Well, two. not only does he have nothing on Earth One, but people here think he's a wanted criminal. That's true. Yeah, that's true as well. That's true. That's I guess if, if he was to stay, 
I wonder if his innocent. Hmm, what if Harrison Wells is found innocent on Earth One, and uh, no, Henry Allen not, has to not, go back to prison? Not with that confession that he made. That well, it could be a doppelganger, is, straight, straight, and it was a doppelganger technically. I mean, Stranger Things have yeah. happened in Central City. Yeah, yeah you know, people true. can control the weather, and there's been you know shark people wandering about. <laughs> Although I would say this, if they could actually get, um, you know, at least prove that Eobard Thawne exists, then mm-hmm. Harrison Wells can be, is acquitted the right legal term? Yes. All right. He could be acquitted, yeah. and uh, as would uh, Henry Allen. So all they have to do is kind of, you know, prove that there is such thing as a reverse flash out there. Which they can't yeah. because he's erased from existence. Well, but, you know, there, there's there been more than one. We could even get a Hunter Zalaman at some point, but you're right. You're right. I, I, I do. That's I, true. Fair point. Fair point. So going off of Zoom, he keeps reminding me of one of Wally's rogues, Savitar. Ooh. All right. So make the comparisons for us. So with Savitar, um, Savitar, when Savitar was around, a lot of the, like, uh, Bart would lose his power, Jay lost his power, Jesse lost his power, Max lost his power, but Wally didn't because he was so connected to the Speed Force. Ooh, interesting. So that you know, I didn't, I never noticed that parallel. So, oh, yeah. just like how Zoom is stealing pe- people's speed, uh, Savitar in the comics, people lost their mm-hmm. speed around him. Definitely. Um, the more he actually got, the more Savitar got into the Speed Force, more of the speedsters lost their powers. Actually, one of the uh, lesser-known speedsters lost his life because of this, because he was running up a building. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually now you've got me pulling up the uh, the Wikipedia page. Here. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> you got to do Savitar's, that research, right? Savitar, well, the thing is with with Savitar, he does want to be the only speedster. He sent a few of these agents back to attack Wally West. When these provided mm-hmm. ineffectual, he sent more to kill other speedsters. Impulse. So he's known for sending uh, sending villains in his place, similar to what we've seen with Zoom. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah, that that that's huge right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like wow. Second, okay, you just changed yeah, the, the game, second. Karen. <laughs> Sorry. Mind exploded. <laughs> well played. Well played. All right. That, that, is, that is a legit theory. I'm, I am actually down with that. Yeah, I, 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 I can subscribe to that. I have over 600 Flash and Speech-related comics, so. Hey, so I was going to ask you, so you got into the comics prior to the show? Yes. Oh, definitely, yes. What was your, fav- what was your first storyline that kind of pulled you into comics? Uh, oh, uh, the dastardly death of the rogues. Ooh. It was a Barry. It was just after Barry came back through Flash Rebirth, and it was the first few issues of Brightest Day. And that's interesting. So, so that means that your first, uh, your first experience with the Flash was actually Barry Allen, but it was actually after his resurrection, quote unquote, resurrection in Rebirth. Well, officially, my very, very, very first one is from the first, very first run of the Justice League animated. So my first was actually Wally. Oh, man. And you got to love that Wally West uh, portrayed, of course, by Michael Rosenbaum on uh, on the Justice League animated series. I'm I'm seriously hoping they're actually going to have Michael Rosenbaum in jitters asking for an, an ice mocha. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be great. I mean, he's he's <laughs> been, you know, obviously he's played these two extremely iconic roles in the Wally West of the animated world, but also uh-huh. the Lex Luthor of Smallville. It'd be it'd be incredible if they had him on. Oh, I know. Just as a, just a real quick little cameo. 
That'd yeah. be awesome. Just, Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, he's in CC Jitters, right? And 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 somebody walks up to him and is like, "Are you? You're you're Lex Luthor, aren't you?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 not at all." <laughs> or ooh, maybe Jay sees him in Jitters and asks. Wait a minute! What are you doing here? You're Lex Luthor. Yeah, you're the Lex Luthor of Earth twenty three. We got to get you back. Yeah. It's like, but there's so much better coffee here on Earth one. <laughs> Travel a long way for a good cup of Joe. <laughs> for a flash, hey, what can you say? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, all right. Upcoming this season, uh, with with the remainder that we have for the second half of season two, Karen, what are you most looking forward to? Um. Hmm. <laughs> I am a huge, huge Wally girl. So you want to see Wally? Uh, do you want to see him get his speed, or like, well, in what context do you want to see that character uh, expanded upon? Um, I definitely get his speed. I just want to see his kind of how they're portraying him this time. Because like there's what his been personality s- is going to be like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, there's been so many Wallies over the years. I mean, from red-haired, green-eyed Wally to Walter West, who had his own little stint, to the new 52 younger Wally, to, like, the one-issue older Wally, (laughs) to the CW Flash Wally. Well, and the great thing, too, is that this this Wally West will have such a unique relationship to Barry in that they will be stepbrothers, um, which, of course, has never been done before. And so, you know, we in, if after Flash Rebirth, there was much more of a brotherly relationship between Barry and Wally, um, but mostly because Barry was kind of in suspended age while Wally grew up. But before that, I mean, there was a significant age difference. And so this will actually, I think, mirror a little bit more of the closer relationship for the, the Wally-Barry relationship post-Rebirth. Uh, but still, first time that we've ever seen it on this kind of family dynamic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Gives a new meaning oh. to the word flash family. <laughs> <laughs> of whom I miss so much. Oh, look, oh, I, I think, mi- uh, I miss- you know, we've got right now we've got a Jay, Wally, and Barry all in the same series. I and mean, even if Jay yep. does go home, I do hope he will make a uh, return to Earth 1 by the time that we get a Bart Allen. Yeah. And then we have uh, Jesse in Earth 2. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Quick. Of course, you know, there, there's kind of a question there. If uh, If she does come over... Um, will she still exist in Earth One? See, that's I, I hate the idea that we're going to get all these cool characters from Earth Two mm-hmm. and then lose them once those portals close. Well, the thing is, um, for this is my little hey, maybe this is the ending. Since we have so many speedsters coming in, and Barry doesn't really have this power yet of the lend and steal speed, mm. so he could actually borrow the speeds of Jay, Wally, and Jesse in order to beat Zoom. Interesting. I was thinking about Barry um, lending speed. You know, I think uh, Bell even, even called it kind of deputizing uh, Mm -hmm. one episode, uh, a few episodes back and thinking about kind of the idea. If you go back to, I want to say it was crisis on infinite earths where Barry quote unquote dies by becoming the lightning bolt that, struck him that made him the yep. flash mm-hmm. and so if you go with that as a mindset if, if you have this idea that barry was struck by his future self and is kind of you know has 
so okay, so Barry is the speed force that drives all other speedsters. If he could focus that in not just a temporary way, but as a very specific way, maybe that's exactly how Wally West gets his powers. Is that Barry, for whatever reason, needs to give up his speed and so passes on that lightning bolt, which is essentially him himself to Wally uh, in kind of a big passing the torch way. Or also could, now going back to season one with future Barry, after he saves little cutesy Barry, mm. could he have become the lightning bolt that hit our Barry? Could be, yeah. It's That's... possible because they never, because from the newspaper, from the newspaper in the uh, hidden room, Flash disappears in crisis. And we, we don't, still don't know say. when that, like, if that's the reason, we, we don't know if that relates to when Barry left to go fight Eobar. That could have been after that Barry goes mm -hmm. back to the future. Right? But it, we don't know if that Barry ever gets back. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. Which means, by the way, I still, I still think that they could... They could have a, uh, you know, a Barry who would be what, sixty, at this point. If he, if he, if he went back in time, if if the Barry of the future went back in time, mm -hmm. and then was stranded back here the same way that Eobard was, and that Barry was thirty, and we're twenty years later. No, what at fifteen? Fifteen. So math forty five. Forty five. All right. So we got a forty five year old Barry chilling out somewhere. And off screen, yeah, <laughs> it's him, and he's hanging out with naked Linda Park. <laughs> They're all just chilling out off screen, and, 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 and also Gideon. They're all playing chess with Gideon. That's what's going yeah. on. <laughs> well, and then that's where Henry keeps going. He's hanging out with naked. That's Linda right. Park. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. Oh, it's it's all coming together. I love it. The thing with speedsters, though, um, coming straight from the comics again. If you see Jay in the comics. He looks like he's about 60, but he's supposed to be about 80. And Barry is younger than... Well, and they, didn't they say that, like, our assumption in terms of Jay's age is that he got he got his powers about the same time in the timeline, of his timeline, that Barry got his. So he's been active for two years? I think they said he was active it's, it's about, around two years, years, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is definitely, you know, a different take... In terms of uh, of the Jay Garrick, no no longer having the uh, the silver tips on you know on either side of his head or anything like that. Well, throwing just a little bit of OMG science at you, of course. <laughs> um, when Jay, uh, not Jay, um, when Joe gave Barry his watch mm -hmm. again in the New Fifty Two, Barry has a watch that somehow keeps making him later. And later, mm. and later, with the, it's just it's special theory of relativity type of thing. When the faster you go, the slower that you age. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So the Lorenz factor, you know, it, yep. uh, as you go faster, uh, people outside of your frame of reference experience time uh, more accelerated. So you. Yep. So they, they they did this really interesting experiment, actually, where they had these two twin astronauts. 
uh, and they sent uh, and I think is it going on right now? I don't know, but uh, they they sent one twin. Uh, one twin was not an astronaut. One twin went through the astronaut program. They're like, hey, this mm-hmm. is a great chance for an experiment. So, you know, as you're you know in orbital velocity, you're going faster and faster and faster. That tiny it's it's very at that speed, even though it's very fast, seventeen something thousand miles an hour to to be in Earth yep. orbit. Uh, you can still measure the Lorenz factor there. So when that astronaut comes back down to Earth, he will technically be slightly, like, by several milliseconds younger than his sibling. Mm-hmm. And Which, that's, like, super neat. <laughs> okay, y'all just oh, took yeah, me to definitely. school. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, that's, it's good. That's, that's, that's been, uh, you know, it's... It's it's been funny because I just wouldn't uh, I would chop it all off to uh, to super science if if not for uh, folks like you guys tell, keeping me honest here. So, which is why um, Futureberry doesn't look as old as you'd think. Oh, so he could yeah. actually be from much further in the timeline. Yeah. Oh. Very. It's a yeah. it's a possibility. Yeah. Karen, you're dropping truth Sorry. bombs tonight. Sorry, yeah. my lowers. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Great stuff. Well, Karen, uh, any other kind of final thoughts before we let you get, go here tonight? Um, huh, Jesse's speed formula. <laughs> yeah. Get some Jesse well, quick. Yeah. Look, oh, uh, heck yeah. They, I mean, they, they're setting it up. It's got to happen, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially, especially with a father like Wells. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I'm thinking season finale, we're going to get a speedster team up. Jesse Quick, Jay Garrick. Barry Allen, Wally West, maybe Wally. Maybe Wally. Probably Wait. Wally. I hope so. Okay. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. one way or the other. But it'd be great if we, the more speedsters we see on screen at a time, just the more epic things get. But uh, Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, Karen, we will, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. But thank you so much for calling all right. in. All right. Have a good night, guys. You too. Happy holidays. Shall we give away one final prize of the evening? Let's do it. All right. Here's the final prize. Another set of Brogue's Buttons. Now, in order to get this, you have had to have been keeping up with the Brogue's webcomic. Ooh. Oh, didn't expect that one, did you? Here's the question. Who How long is did it take responsible? Me to do that lightning effect? Say what? <laughs> Here's the question. How long did it take me to do that lightning effect in Photoshop? <laughs> that was amazing, by the way. Excellent job. Excellent job on that. But no, that's not the question. Uh, who is responsible? And it's okay if you don't know his name or his, uh, his Brogue's name. You can give us his, uh, his inspired name. Who is responsible for cooking up the gingerbread man? And I mean actually creating the physical components that made up the gingerbread man. It was not H.G. Wheels. H.G. Wheels definitely was the mastermind, but who was the one that actually cooked up the gingerbread man? Yes. There we go. Karen got Karen, it. Scarecrow. Yeah. Well and, done. Uh, his brogue's name is actually Scarebro. Scarebro is yes. the brogue's name. That's right. We got Kyle on with Flash TV Talk. Brother Ben, how are oh, you doing tonight? Fine. I am fantastic. How are you guys? Man, doing good. Enjoying uh, this Grandma Esther's eggnog and uh, and some of these awesome call-ins. Man, I, I got to tell you, it is my favorite time of year to open up the uh, the old Skype lines here and, and hear from uh, all of y'all's different theories and thoughts. And That's uh, clicking with the glass for you guys. There we go. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> he knows how to do it upright. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, man, yeah. this season so far, what are your thoughts? Um, it is it is far superior than um, season one, just because of how we got Gorilla City. Oh, we geez. have freaking Gorilla City on TV and the multiverse. Who would ever think of that? Well, let me yeah. ask you this, because I thought of it after the fact. Do you do you think that with Gorilla City being on Earth two, you know, I I feel like with Grodd, they wrote a pretty big check 
and they were able to cash it in. But I wonder if with season two, if their thought with Gorilla City was being able to like, okay, let's not write that check again. So let's like toss them off to another world. Because if that was their intention, it did not work. Because to me, they've just written a bigger check, which is a Gorilla City invasion of Earth one. Yeah, I'm, I'd be okay with the Gorilla. I'd, I'd be okay with the season, season two finale of Gorilla City invasion of Earth one and Barry and Jay being the only ones left like just standing dude it's like the final scene is just all the all the apes are coming at uh jay and barry and you just see them you just see that from the back of uh jay and barry and then credits you know what i want I want Chad to come back and play the Weather Wizard of Earth 2 <laughs> and go to war with the apes on that planet. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. That'd, that'd be, be crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there's no way, like, uh, that they, they they wouldn't go through all the effort of sending Grodd to Earth 2, sending him to Gorilla City for there not to be another payoff. Like, they, they basically, they cashed the check from Grodd season one. And they went to Vegas and they put it on black. Oh, dude. All the way. But the <laughs> thing is, the roulette wheel is only black in this casino because that <laughs> that's definitely going to pay off and it's going to pay off huge and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. That should be a blast, man. All right. So uh, I'm, this, also, I'm yeah. also very uh, batty for Patty, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to be batty for Patty. <laughs> no, you don't. Patty, no, you don't. She's a corrupt then- cop. No, no, no. She she redeemed herself at the end. She did not shoot. She did not him. redeem herself at she the not, end. She did not shoot him. That that is not a crooked. All right, so she didn't shoot one guy, so she gets a pass for shooting the other guy. But let me ask you a question: uh, Have any of your parents been killed by bank robbers? No. Uh, okay. Uh, have you ever been? Uh, in a situation where you saw someone who you thought was dead and they pulled what looked like a weapon on you. What if I said yes, Bob? What if I said yes? <laughs> if you, <laughs> I was not prepared for you saying yes, <laughs> but I can roll with it. I can roll with it. <laughs> it doesn't I'm matter, saying, man. People, saying, there have been people who faked their death. Like her mind wouldn't think that he's a zombie. Well, no, but I mean, it's one of those things where uh, nobody really knows. Well, yeah, everybody knows that H.G. Wells was dead, I guess. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't know what you don't know what the like uh, what the police force is like on Earth too. That's yeah. true. Like, that is true. Yeah, I, I would right. imagine they all have jetpacks, though, given the aesthetic of Earth <laughs> two that we've seen thus far. That's true. They have, they Rocketeer have masks and they, everything. They have jetpacks and Harrison Wells uh, metahuman detectors. Hey, what do you think, uh, Kyle, about kind of the idea of doing an entire episode in Earth two? I love that idea. I want to see alternate versions of everyone. And I want to see an alternate version of Henry Allen because he is not Zoom. I just don't think that we're going to see. I, I see even that. But thank you, by the way, for saying that. Uh, <laughs> but I just I don't even think yeah. that we have a Henry Allen over on Earth, too. I don't think that I don't think the Allens exist on Earth, too. There. I think there is an Allen that does exist. Mm-hmm. And his name is Barry. And he's not the fastest man alive. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Kyle. I, I, I've seen there. There have been some set photos. Uh, yep, um, I, was, I was trying to stay away from that part, but yes, what? Right. I haven't seen these. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, you know, if you're on the Internet, you basically condemn yourself to spoilers at every turn. Not uh, me, dude. I've been ever since we got like a week away from Star Wars. I've been off the Internet. So if it, if it came out in the last week. 
Oh, well, yeah, they, they were definitely recent. Right, Kyle? They, they, were, they were pretty recent, right? Yeah, they're about a week old. Okay, okay. Well, so they, they have, it's, it's, uh, and, and, I mean, this is spoilery, so if, if anybody doesn't want to hear about spoilers for uh, the, la- the latter part of Season 2, I would uh, suggest you fast-forward a little bit. But uh, basically, it shows Barry Allen of Earth 2, and he looks, like, super dapper. He's got, like, like a three-piece suit on or something like oh, that. Dang. Yeah, he's looking he's looking pretty awesome. Hang on, I need to I need to Google this. And uh and he's standing in front of someone who has been very near and dear to Team Flash. And that someone, their first name starts with Caitlin and ends <laughs> with, with O Frost. Yeah. <laughs> her, her alias starts with Kill. <laughs> And ends with Ost. <laughs> so, Wait, but you know, and they've they've said that that is. Um... Well, I mean, if, if you look, I mean, granted, the, the photo is kind of small, but like if you look at it, it's definitely Killer Frost. Is he wearing like Harry Potter glasses? Yes, he's wearing glasses though, right? Yeah, he's he's looking he's looking very um like he went to school. That that sounds weird, no, but like he's Slytherin, a professor or something. Slytherin. <laughs> not Slytherin. Oh, <laughs> uh, Harry Potter. Ah, uh, so this is Earth to Barry Allen. Okay, yeah, okay. Huh. Interesting, right? I'm just trying to think of what would happen. There is also a set picture of Jay in costume with an unidentified fourth person. Thanks, Scott. So, so I don't know how I feel about this, honestly, because because well, Barry. A Barry Allen who's not tied to the Speed Force, that we, uh, so far as we know. I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, I have to eat my words here as soon as this episode airs, but I remember saying that we're probably not going to see or there isn't an Earth to Barry Allen. And uh, as soon as I heard these set photos, I was like, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to eat crow. <laughs> but <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it's going to be neat. So, Kyle, what do you think? Like, what do you think this, this scenario is for uh, for this Earth to Barry Allen? Because now I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Because after what you just said, it could it could be Earth One Barry, just in disguise, trying to blend in on yeah, Earth trying Two, to, yeah. trying to blend in with Jay coming back. But I that would be weird seeing that as of right now, Jay doesn't have his powers. There's also a picture in this kind of uh, group shot of Tom Cavanaugh, but I don't know if he's in costume or not. Like. Reverse Flash costume? Well, no, 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 not 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 that kind of costume. But like he's he's wearing like a hoodie, which we've seen Harrison Wells wear while he's on Earth Two. But the what? Or I'm sorry, we've seen him wear that while he's on Earth One. That's kind of his go-to look. But whenever we've seen him in Earth Two, at least in the past, he's always been a little bit more dapper. Um, and so I'm just wondering if he might be in the same scene, uh, and dressed more casually. Then it could be that he's trying to dress down. So like he's brought Barry to Earth Two, um, to be his guide, but he doesn't want to be recognized as you know the Steve Jobs, Lex Luthor of his world. Yeah, I'll 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 go with that one. Or it could just be that he's hanging out on the set. I mean, he's got um, uh, Carlos right next to him, who's wearing like a flash jacket, like a like a production. No, wait, I'm sorry, that's not Carlos. That's his that's his stunt double. <laughs> Well, it yeah, says man. it says the Flash stunt team. So either that's his stunt double, or he's he's really messing with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he does his own stunts. 
Could be. Did you guys see the holiday thing uh, Carlos and Tom put out? No, I saw that they did put it out, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. I we might have to put that did. at the end of this episode. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I, I didn't know they put anything out. I mean, what well, last year they did, uh, they sang some stuff, right? What did they say? Yeah. Uh, don't. I'm drinking. This is not. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 have, I have officially finished my bottle of eggnog, so uh, there's that. But uh, <laughs> wasn't yeah. it Carol of the Bells? I don't know, but it was awesome. Like, I keep forgetting that pretty much everyone who is on a CW show has at least like uh, musical chops, and some of them actually have Broadway chops. Uh, and and just the voices on these people are incredible. Oh, dude, the musical episode is coming. It's got to be, and I think it'd be awesome if they do that. I mean, it'll be one of those things where like they can't if they can't do it like in Earth One or or you know in continuity. It had to be like. Maybe Pied Piper comes back and like <laughs> makes everybody start singing or something. I don't. Well, know. he has to get a little bit more meta in his abilities. They play um, invisible instruments to White Christmas. Oh, that's right. That's the right. first one. Yeah, I'm dreaming nice. of a White Christmas. What are, What are they playing in the new one? Uh, uh la la la. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, they. Dude, I think Frosty the Snowman. Oh, oh nice. Like, Jolly just... happy soul, Frosty. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, As opposed to I a killer Frosty snow. <laughs> yeah. I can't. No, that's a lightsaber. Uh, killer Frosty. No, no, the no snow lightsabers girl. now. No lightsabers <laughs> now. Although I think by the time this episode airs, uh, this I... podcast airs, some of us, most of us will have probably already seen Star Wars. So. Yep. There Thursday night. Yeah. Tomorrow night. At 8 p.m., I will be. Uh, Look, I've said it. I said it already. We got Trickster last week. We're getting Skywalker this week. I mean, it, it is a. Uh, it has been a good December. It has been a very, very good December, and hopefully, it will continue to be. Uh, Kyle, any kind of last remarks before we let you go here tonight? Um, Remet Grodd, Jay yes. Garrick, um, yes. uh. Henry Allen is not Zoom. I want to go with yeah. Karen's. Karen's Karen's theory is just so perfect, dude. That, all props to Karen if that ends up being yeah. correct. Yeah, Karen, that was and, that was amazing. Like my eyes are opened. <laughs> <laughs> and I, if if by chance they do this, I would love to see Bart Allen just appear just at the end, or just like just a just like a nod to him, dude. Or something. I love the like, idea of a Bart Allen tease at the end of this uh, at the end of this season. I think that would be incredible. Like they defeat Zoom and everybody thinks it's awesome. They're all like breathing a sigh of relief, and all of a sudden, like you see lightning and like, oh no! And Bart shows up and he's like, "Come with me if you want to live." Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's a little kid. He talks yeah. really. He talks really super fast, and everyone just is like just looking at him weird. And then he just stops. He's like, "Hi, I'm your grandson." <laughs> <laughs> oh man it'd be great all right well kyle thanks so much for coming on brother hey thanks thank you, thank you guys Happy and uh you. may the speed force be with you love it yeah well bell man yet again another wonderful grandma esther's eggnog induced christmas call-in extravaganza what a great turnout it's been so wonderful having everybody uh call in and, and just chatting with uh, the listeners yeah absolutely man this year was great i actually got some eggnog this year last year i think i used beer but uh I uh, am glad I skipped dinner. It, it served two purposes. One, I'm pretty sure there's about 40,000 calories in this bottle of eggnog I just drank. Yeah. Uh, and, and two, since this eggnog is only 25 proof, uh, 
it, it, it actually made it work. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think with that, we will go ahead and bid you all adieu. We, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, just a reminder, we've got upcoming the Legends TV Talk podcast crossover with several different podcasts from Supergirl TV Talk, Arrow TV Talk, Starkville Lab, Starkville House of L. It's going to be awesome. Look for that at legendstvtalk.com. We want to encourage you, if you like podcasts like, you know, this one right here, check out the Satchel podcast player available on Android and actually about to have an open beta. I'm sorry, about to begin a closed beta here in the coming days for uh for iphone so if you're actually interested in being part of the uh the beta for the satchel podcast player for iphone uh go ahead and email satchelplayer.com at i'm sorry satchelplayer at gmail.com man that eggnog catch it up (laughs) my esther she knows how to make it man telling you man good stuff uh also you can keep up with us you can follow me at the real bo york you can follow bell at ring that bell but more importantly you can follow the show at flash tv talk and if 140 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash throughout the hiatus, be sure to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And if you like the show, feel free to check out our parent show, Panel to Screen, where this week we're going to ask the most important can I talk about Star Wars question ever is how was episode seven that's right our review will be coming out this weekend maybe a little bit later than normal but you know what stay tuned panel to screen.com for that information and of course more also one last little bit of information you know we've referenced it tonight we've given away a couple of buttons but uh we do a web comic called the brogues we've been going through a pretty pretty little epic little storyline called the ginger brogue man which is a storyline in the making directly from the listeners of this show uh one crazy night with eggnog grandma esther's eggnog hold the eggnog double the bourbon we all came <laughs> up with a crazy idea which was the ginger broke man and uh this holiday season the ginger broke man has been wreaking terror throughout center city so check it out thebrogues.com uh that is the webcomic love for you to just give it a look if you like it let us know because um we've been doing that for a couple weeks and we enjoy doing it yeah Sure do. We will be gone until Legends and Flash return, but hey, don't worry. If you miss us, the time will go by fast. In fact, you could even say, we'll be back in a flash. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.